Hey everyone, welcome to Why Must Love Fade, a book club podcast. My name is Daniel. Uh, with me today is my co-host Donovan. Hola. Uh, today we're going to be covering ReZero Arc 8. Uh, it's titled Vincent Valakia, web novel chapters 1 through 15. Uh, this is translated by the lovely people over at Witch Cult and Heretic Translations. Shout out to them. Um, so today's conversation is going to be a little more free-flowing than our our normal book pods um, where, uh, you know, I, I still, I do still have an outline here, so we're not, uh, mm-hmm. we're not going to miss. No, nah, he's trying to, he's trying to keep us on the fucking government route, bro. He doesn't <laughs> want us to veer off too much, but it's going to be, it's going to be looser than like our, like our gap cycles, which are like, Oh, sure. Yeah. Very, those, very ones structured. Are, those are military grade shit. Yeah. For, for anybody who hasn't listened to our gap cycle or, or our normal book podcast, they're, they're very structured. Um, but Donovan, I, I kind of want to start off with a question for you before we like get into oh specifics. Um, uh, I, I like I just want to hear what your reaction when you heard that this arc was like gonna be basically arc seven part two, um, and that it's it was gonna be called Vincent Valakia, especially and like after reading the fifteen chapters, like where you just like, uh, like did your opinion I guess change from like when you first heard that like. Um, like, what did you think when you heard yeah. it was going to be the second part, basically? No, yeah, I hear you. Um, I guess the biggest complication in it is that, like, you know, with you, when you get to, like, some of this, um, basically from, like, from arc four to now, each arc kind of has, like, those two, maybe three characters that you could say this is what the arc is about, or, like, all of them are about Subaru, but like, there's always <laughs> yeah. like those couple characters where you could be like, "Oh, this is a blank arc, right?" Like, um, <clears throat> in the last one, arc six, uh, before seven, you could be like, "Oh, this is like it, this has like a lot of revealing Ram stuff," or Brent. you could say, um, the "Julius, like arc six, yeah, like Julius, Julius, yeah, like the Julius. It's got Julius, it's got Ram, and you could easily be like, this is an uh, Amelia arc. I mean, Amelia does shit, but it's not like." it's not like the sanctuary you know mm-hmm. uh, i think my right. biggest thing with it was when hearing that they were going to extend it the story of Arc the, sa- the sacred valakian empire um is that uh it's going to be just about vincent like what are going to be those characters that it's about like is it does it really count as a real arc and i think this chapter i mean these this volume i guess um from one yeah. to 15 makes it kind of feel like I honestly, at the end of it, after hearing that, um, I think it's going, I think it it feels a little bit even more weird. I, if it continues more, like past like 40 chapters, mm-hmm. I, I, I just wish it was part of arc seven. Like, cause now it sounds like they're gonna have more shit to do with the Karagi states as best girl came in along with the fucking, the homeboy from a what if story. Uh-huh. We've, we're finally getting this motherfucker and also yeah. also um i want to before i continue i want to correct something now that we're back in the re-zero podcast i could um last re-zero podcast i said uh i was comparing Volokian empire to the holy roman empire and mm-hmm. i had said that it was germans and french like og german and french people that came and sacked rome it's 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 mostly French, and those are the people that the, the Visigoths, and those are the people that became 
Holy Roman Empire. Um, it's it's German people. And just to like add to the proof that I think it might have credibly been inspired by that is that when you go on the wiki for ReZero, um, what are their names? Uh, Idra, Heon, and... And Whites. And Vietz, yeah. Those, mm-hmm. all three of those names are uh, supposedly inspired by like German words. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was, I was, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to put it on Twitter for our page, but I, nah, you're, you're being a, like a whole ass, you know, dictator over here. I, I don't have access to it. So I was like, I don't yeah. want to bother, I don't want to bother him like being like, can you tweet this for me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, anyway, yeah. yeah um, yes. I, no, yeah. I mean, after I, like, when I heard uh, that this was like, I guess just like, well, cause, cause, it was announced that he was not only going to extend it, but also, like, he said it was going to be, like, 11 arcs. And then he, like, he's like, nah, it's going to well, be first he said it was going to be, I thought it went from 10 to 11, not 11 to 12. No, it went from 11 to 12. So now it's 12 arcs. Um, Wait, so originally, right? Before he added this one, it was going to be 11. 11, though, right? But before yeah, that, it was going to be 10, right? Wasn't yeah. there a thing? Okay, 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 sure. Yeah, he, he he just like extends it. <laughs> I mean, there's Plus, no whenever he wants to add stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's just like jump into it. I mean, um, I guess I want to start by talking about chapters one and two. They're like kind of getting us back into gear where we left off in arc seven. Like, uh, like the great disasters happening. Uh, the dead people are coming back to life. We got a uh, former divine general, my boy Balroy. Uh, you got Priscilla's long dead sister from the Imperial Selection Ceremony when they were children, Lamia. Um, dude. If, if you're ready, X5. Your typical, your typical evil Oni song, dude. Yeah. Uh, the, um, yeah, we got um, the death of Chisha at the end, um, who purposefully impersonated uh, the Emperor, Vincent Valakia, because of the Stargazer Ubilk's prophecy. Um, we uh, learned to the four great disasters. Um, so it's like the, what is it? The kingdom's a witch, the city-state's night, uh, weeping night, the holy kingdom's collapse and the empire's catastrophe. Um, uh, and at the very end, a mysterious figure announced uh, the official <laughs> beginning of the oh, great disaster. Um, and then we have Vincent addressing and ordering the divine generals at the start of this one being like, nah, we're going to retreat for now. And he thinks he knows that Subaru is going to do the same thing. Uh, and then we cut to Subaru and it, like, it, it just shows that he and Beatrice got to locate Rem and they're going to rescue her. And, Baco, yeah. dude? And, like the first couple of chapters, we, we get some like good Beatrice and Louie interactions. I feel like, you know, it's like um, getting... I'm sorry, everyone... every, every, every one of um, Subaru's like little girl henchmen is on some on a power <laughs> trip in this. Yeah, like you got um, Tonza out here acting like she was like the OG fucking little girl henchman. It's like nah, right. dog. Like he's already got a partner. I do like like yeah, Tonza. She's on some different shit now that. Now that Yo, Beatrice- she really <laughs> thinks she, dude. She's like the mistress of like some emperor or king or something that thinks like she's the queen now type shit. Like she just thinks yeah. she can move in. Like nah, you're out here. You're on some replacement shit. Backup quarterback. Brock Purdy. Yeah. She's the Brock Purdy of this arc. Who is Tonza? Tonza's the Brock Purdy. Bake, Bako <laughs> is like, Bako is like if Trey Lance was good. Sorry. 
damn. I said it. Yeah, I don't mean I don't mean to hurt your feelings, bro. But yeah, it's true. Damn, that's crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're just saying Pons is going to get injured at the last second. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, that's true. Costing the playoff run, like. I'm going that uh, literal. We start, uh, yeah, and then we start getting, we start getting like some awesome rem reuniting with the Amelia Camp stuff, um, and, and like uh, I don't know, it's like it's like even though um, Beatrice or uh, uh, sorry, rem is like kind of like a stranger to them all. It kind of feels like I don't know they're trying, you know, like they're trying to. Like, I feel like that's, like, a thing throughout the rest of the volume is, like, even though everyone, nobody knows who each other are. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're trying to this is acquaint themselves. one big question I have in regards to that specifically. Mm. So there's a part in these chapters where Ram is talking to uh, Rem, uh, the mm. new Rem, and she's talking about uh, how she doesn't feel, like, Rem doesn't feel emotionally like that's her sister but she can mm-hmm. feel it because of a thing uh what's the thing that ram brings up like how they could sense each other that they're connected like in its oh, it's like a yeah. physical feeling they have um it's like some synchronicity that they have a twins yeah like she knew like beatrice at the end of arc six beatrice knew that subaru was alive because of their contract and ram knew ram was alive because of their uh, I forgot which, what, yeah, it's like synchronicity. Their twin bond mm-hmm. has like that, that whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my question is like, I, I just am going to be so mad if, if uh, they do become, I, I hope it's like expanded over time, then becoming connected again to mm-hmm. where it feels natural. Cause all I could hear when I was reading that part was just like, oh my God, if this is comes down to a moment where like, Rem is in trouble in the middle of a battle or something and Ram comes to save her and that's the moment where Rem is like wow this is like my sister I'm just gonna be like really like that's I don't, I don't feel like that's like how relationships always work or at least how they should work in this context you're just you're not gonna just because there's already been so many times where somebody has stuck up for her like to save her just because she's her you mm-hmm. know it's yeah. like that's that's that is usually how people that care about each other just do shit. They're like, they don't really think about it. But if if it's like that in this story where shit already like like that happens all the time, it's going to be kind of, I don't know, kind of empty to me. Oh, you don't like it? You don't like that? Because um, it's already happened. Know. Like there's, I feel like there's already during that whole battle during, uh, what is what is that city? What is the capital city called? Lupunaga? Lapunga? <laughs> oh, yeah. What about yeah. it? that? That there's already been moments where Rem has been, Rem has been saved. Well, I guess not a lot of things like that happen in this arc, but I mean that battle specifically. But I just think it'll be cheap if if it's like that instead of it just being built up over time. Yeah, I just think I just think they're gonna try to like they know, like because I think the only time it comes up is really is like when Rem and Ram like end up like we have the conversation and it's like mm-hmm. uh rem could tell that they were like connected um not just because they looked alike but because of the bond thing yeah um like she could just she just knew but like I, I it's think not that was real just, yet like, I, yeah i think it's just like they're just gonna um like i don't know like you said build their relationship exactly like that, yeah i guess that's what i hope 
Also, yeah. they had uh, one of the best lines in this volume, which was um, when Ramis and her are walking out of that room and they're like, we need to, she says, we need to boast our sisterly love and make, like, she's trying to make everybody jealous about how they connected. Mm-hmm. Bro, Ram is like low key funny as hell. Yeah, she's got some of the best dialogue. And also, she's the only drunkard in the entire Roswell fucking camp. So, oh yeah, Roswell. And, I think immediate Roswell, W. You get drunk? I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, felt- wait. Why? Why wouldn't he actually? Is it? He's like um, a clone body. Isn't he like a clone body or something? Yeah, but I feel like he's got some type of magic where he like because every time we see him, drinking, you think he's on some Captain America shit, or maybe maybe he just doesn't like. Maybe he's like really good at holding back. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty dangerous. A person that strong. You know, didn't we young. get in Arc Seven? They were like drinking wine and shit with uh, what's her face, right? Oh, best girl. Like, or, sorry, best days. woman. Um, damn. Yeah, I think they were. And I think was Ram like, was drinking yelling. for a little bit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, yeah, so those are like the first couple chapters. Is basically just Subaru and like Beatrice and Louie. Like they were trying to rescue Ram, and then like the uh, like the next like batch of chapters is uh, they're kind of like the Subaru and Todd like team up chapters, I guess. But it's like um, Subaru and Todd along with Rem, Tanza, Idra, Flop, Louie, Katya, and like a group of fake crown princes like it's like them slowly making their way towards the outer oh yeah the they're going through capital. like a yeah they're going through like a escort mission but with a group of people <laughs> exactly yeah they're like oh can we go this way it's like they're like taking out zombies on the way and um i i kind of like that it's like um this is where we like we learn about like their mindsets and stuff like their some some of their weaknesses um mainly through the fight with um your boy the the one-eyed warrior Ismail. <laughs> Where, wait, wait, who is this? Remember at, at the towards the end of Arc Seven, the one-eyed, the one-eyed dude. He's like charging, and then like fucking uh, Divine General. I forget who takes him out. Oh, oh, oh! The the, then, the Cyclops dude. The yes. Cyclops yes. dude. Yeah. And then he gets resurrected here. He does. Like, oh, shit. oh shit! I forgot about that. Yeah, he gets this resurrected is the, here. Uh, yeah. And and uh, Todd and Subaru are like. Fuck, he's he could fuck us up so easily. This is the um, sacrament of the immortal king spell, right? Yes, yeah. Like everyone that died, that is like I guess uh, in Valakia is like kind of like mm-hmm. against humanity or whatever. Um, yeah. Um, and it, I thought the fight against him was like a good way to show us those capabilities. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I remember this. The reason yeah. I didn't, the reason I didn't recall it immediately is because. When he comes in, he immediately transforms into a giant blob monster with tentacles and shit. Remember? Um, I he like think, I don't think he does turn yeah. into a giant blob monster. No. No. Yeah. He he, he they defeat him and then okay. Maybe, oh yeah. I mean, after I'm, they defeat him, yeah. they defeat. They, that's what I mean. They defeat him and then he gets consumed and turned into like a oh. he becomes like a bunch of like a shadow tentacle monster thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like starts with like Tons is like throwing houses at him and shit, like just as a distraction. <laughs> this was... this chapter, that part of the story is in his perspective, which I thought was cool. Yeah, um, it it was. I think he did it just to show like what that they their actually think. Is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're not just so... like uh, on some 
their bodies aren't on some um, fourth Shinobi War shit. What do you, what do you even Edo Tensei shit? Oh my god! I'm sorry. I can't. St- I can't not compare it to this. It's like a slightly better version than that. I hate zombies, dude. I'm sorry. They're just out yeah, here. Yeah, bro. You're, I, we, I could already tell you're on your like. What you think? I'm just gonna off, be a hater off, this whole time. It's like Arc Six where you start. Like you read the. I know when you read the the Subaru. Um, was like chapter 32 where he got amnesia and you started off in the negative because you were like i hate i hate amnesia. yeah yeah i immediately sank down 10 points yeah and i had to build that shit up again <laughs> yeah i had to build meter <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and we get the reveal uh that todd was a demi-human in hiding uh specifically a werewolf this was so uh, oh my god this <laughs> is the most the- unnecessarily awesome shit He's had to keep it a secret because where people, um, along with mole people, are the main persecuted and hunted group within the Valachian Empire. Um, we get um, kind of a moment of, mm. I don't know if it's like hope or like that maybe like Todd can be like, like, quote unquote, redeemed here. Because like we, we, we're in Subaru's head through all this. Right. And mm-hmm. um, uh, we get like the I like the thought process that he like. Even though it's like all the bad shit that he's done throughout Arc Seven was basically erased by Return by Death, so it's like, is it? He didn't really do all that shit, even though Subaru went through it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like in Subaru's mind, he's like, he didn't actually do all that. Even though Todd's probably done like a bunch of like shit like that throughout his yeah. life, you know? but he, Subaru doesn't know that. So it's like, is can I really like? say todd is a terrible human being if i really I, I, this may sound super predictable i i really thought it was actually kind of heartbreaking that that moment it was written so well the the moment where after they finish the fight and subaru turns around mm-hmm. and then he just he just hears him pick up the weapon to attack him yeah and he's just like why like yeah come on man because because it's built up so well that it's like it's, it is it's like no Todd, like um, like Todd's protecting someone he cares about here. He obviously cares about Katya, and it's like, oh man, maybe like just maybe Todd will like choose to be like, I don't know, like decent, I guess. Yeah. But like at, at the end of the day, like he is who he is, and like yeah. But do you ever get the feeling that like what it what is like? Sometimes, like when I read that part, it was written really well, but I still sometimes get the feeling of, I don't feel like they're that incompatible. Like, I I sometimes just come out thinking like, I don't get why he would hate him so much. Like, mm-hmm. like why he's so incapable of trusting anybody besides his like basic instincts, which I think are, you know, probably um, way too hard to change at this point, but... At that, when they were working together, there was like nothing about it. But it, there, it, I guess it's like this hidden thing that the story has with Todd, where he's seeing stuff that um, is not going to be narrated to us. Like you know, a narrator's there to like kind of point out thought processes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we never really like uh, see the full picture, like a, a thought process of Todd, like of him in his first mind, in, in his mind thinking if he does this and this and this where everything that we've seen Todd do is kind of just based off of that first, um, what is it? Technically it's like the second impression, whatever the life in the beginning of arc seven, where that one life where, um, 
Subaru dies in the Shudrak forest. And then the yeah. next time he wakes up, he immediately tries to befriend Todd. And that's when Todd fucking turns on. Him. He's like, no, your, your, your eyes were way too creepy. Like, I mm-hmm. couldn't trust you. Like, we're basing all of our entire, like, how his process works is just based off that. And sometimes I think maybe if we got a little bit more, I could understand why they're not compatible. I feel like every every experience from Todd is always just me being like, oh, yeah, it's just a look in, in his eyes that makes him unreliable. Like, that makes Subaru just poison to him naturally. But, uh, I yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, you're saying if we saw more of his life, like, yeah. If, if, not not if his we... past, but just things that happen in this arc, how he thinks would make that chapter that we're talking about, like, even better. Really? I, I think yeah. the opposite. I think the really? less we know about Todd and, the, like, the more sparse Todd the Todd moments are, mm-hmm. like, it's better because... Um, we end up getting the the Todd name chapter right after this. Name and chapters, bro. It's so awesome because, oh, but I'm just gonna because it starts it. talking about the fucking uh, the wolf people, bro. I thought that was awesome. Um, I'm just gonna read it real quick. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. It says uh, Todd Fang was a soldier of the Valachian Empire, private first class. His rank. He was Cloud? the fiance of Katya Aurelia. The younger sister of his colleague Jamal Aurelier, starting with when he was dispatched to the Budheim jungle in the east of the empire by way of the battle with the rebel army in the fortress city of Goral. He had currently taken up the official position of subordinate to the spirit eater General First Class Arakia. The siege of the imperial capital Lupgana commenced by rebels who all simultaneously rose in revolt. In this battle, too, he participated as a foot soldier fighting hard, wielding his weapon as he valiantly fought the rebels in order to protect the citizens of the imperial capital and, above all, to protect his fiancée, Katya. His true identity was that of an existence treated as abhorrent in the Valachian Empire, that of a werewolf, subject to historic discrimination and persecution. He came to establish his own way of life as a being incompatible with others. That was unmistakably the werewolf of the empire known as Todd Fang. And then it says, I have no intention of telling you anything more than that. And like, it just leaves off there. It's like such a short, such a short chapter compared to like, say like the uh, arc five name chapter. Well, um, what's her name? Uh, Reinhardt's uh, grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Teresia. Teresia. Yeah. Like that's like, the name chapters are usually like super well fleshed out backstories where we like understand the characters so much better. Yeah. But I felt like this is like the perfect like encapsulation of like, now nah, this is like this is who Todd is. You don't need to know anything more than that. Really. Almost like almost like his how he is is actually one of the rare cases where it's not really based off of his past is leading to how he is. It's just yeah how it's he like became. The, it's like the Palpatine thing. Like it's like. He's just Palpatine's just like evil, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's that, not really. We don't need a whole backstory I, of why is like fucking villain. Yeah, I guess I don't. Shit. Yeah, I guess. Well, what I'm saying is, I I don't want a backstory about him. I kind of just want to see how he thinks currently. I don't care like what led to it. I right right because I yeah. like the I like what you're saying too. I like those parts because one of the best things about it was 
I like how there was like a moment. <laughs> there was like a moment where Todd was trying some bullshit with Subaru. Like he was doing some Subaru type thinking where he's like, oh, he tried to turn it into some racist thing. Like, like just because I'm like this, uh, you think that just because I'm a aware person, like that's why we're incompatible. It was something to that degree where he tries right. to use it as an, as an excuse to why they dislike each other. And Subaru and was like, "Subaru's like, shut the fuck! I don't give a fuck. Like, if you're a wolf person, like you're literally just being mean to me, bro. Like, you just don't like it." Yeah, and that part, I, that part was really well written too. Because I, I like, agree, bro. If you wanted to, you this could all be avoided. Like, if you really yes. Wanted to. It was yes. the Lex Luthor and also Superman thing where Lex is like, I could do this to make the world better. And Superman's like, you could have done that. You like, could have done that time, already, bro. Like, you're literally yeah. the richest person in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I I, I thought that the hymn... <laughs> God damn. Uh, we're, 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 we're singing its praises right now. But when I first... When he first revealed that he was a werewolf, I actually... I actually thought it was fucking ridiculous. Like, I, <laughs> I think how he... <laughs> I think how it's presented is still ridiculous. It just ends up being good because how it's written is what is good. Yeah. But I, him just being like, I'm actually a fucking werewolf was like I, I, I didn't I didn't really I didn't really see where this this came from. I was like You didn't vibe with it? Not didn't vibe. I was just I guess I was trying to force it into a force the puzzle piece into a hole it didn't fit into kind of thing like i was like this is about this or this and then when he revealed that it was he you know he's trying to use that as, as an excuse to why subaru hates him and, and i was like nah this isn't it i think he just did it because werewolves are cool um well you know one person that came to mind when thinking about this todd is there was a part in the narrative where they were talking about like how he kind of is like um how his, his methods are um, on some like very absolute decision-making and like um, low-key terror just being around him. And it made me think of, do you remember Todd from Breaking Bad? Oh, yes, <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. Yes. It's, it's, I, I was like, this was like a bullshit comparison, but then I was thinking about it. Like, no, no it, it is because Todd in that show, he's like super scary, but he's very normal, you know? Yes. Like, yes. And that's how Todd is. Like Todd in normal conversations, he can act like a very normal person. And everything that's super sinister about Todd is all happening in his mind. Like he barely ever talks to people super scary. Mm -hmm. It's when we're in Subaru's point of view and we we're we're in a confrontation with Todd, it's scary because of how Subaru doesn't know what he's actually thinking ever, you know? Yeah. And he could just do anything out of nowhere. You're just like, oh my god! Like this guy's kind of fucking. I'd rather not be around him, you know? Yeah. Well, the whole Todd werewolf situation is like kind of a. I don't know. It's it's a win lose, right? Because you'll mm. you gain the whole like persecution angle of it, where you can um, kind of imagine a little bit of his mindset, and then like oh, like how he becomes so isolated, and then how he starts making up excuses for his behavior, you know? But also. Mm -hmm you lose that like like you were saying that um a normal guy aspect of it where yeah yeah he just like become average, like a villain he's like the average he's like an average grunt and he just mm -hmm. and then he just happens to be a psychopath like yeah 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 to the point sure. where you're just like these these people that are in charge of him are probably not even as competent as him like mm -hmm. but i i do think 
it's not a thing that came out of nowhere. I think he it was planned no. from the beginning. Because I mean, his last mm-hmm. name is Fang, right? But also like oh oh, you're talking about the world thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I think yeah. it was probably planned from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, That's and, probably true. Like, also, like all his like weird like I think the weirdest um, bit of like Todd's senses are like extraordinary is uh, when he approaches the Gladiator Island. And oh my god! I don't know if you felt this, but when he when he pulled up and he like the bridge, like, yeah, came the down, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Turn around!" Like, how did you know, bro? Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's he's on some supernatural shit sometimes. Yeah, so I think the werewolf thing. I think I think he was he was seeding it in there. Like his senses are because of his werewolf shit. Like, mm-hmm. or at least partially. This was a, um, a a note that I put in before. Uh, this is before he officially like betrays Subaru at the end of that whole team up thing. Is mm-hmm. I was th- I was feeling like um, it was kind of like an extended extended version, like of a whole arc of the auto thing. Because one thing I feel like they don't even bring up that much, probably because it was a past life and like th- this version of Auto didn't actually do that. But remember when he first meets Auto? And he's giving them the carriage ride, and yeah, uh, when the yeah. white whale comes and he pushes him off, yeah, like it, and he still is able to find that like I know I could probably be friends with this guy. That's the feeling I was getting from Todd before he like, you know, went full tilt like full traitor. I mean, full reveal of who he naturally is is yeah. like Todd. It's like, wow, is this person gonna become part of like the the Amelia camp, bro? And then you're just like, nah, there's no way. Well, speaking of, bro, they, they do mention Maylee as part of the Amelia camp, bro. Just All right, saying. whatever, just whatever, saying. whatever. Saying, she bro, was at saying. he was at home for like yeah. fucking. She was a prisoner for fucking no, two, they years, say, they say two years, two years of their with, life. Um, they say she's with uh, Reinhardt right now. In the chapters, really? yeah, they say she's. They said, "Where's Maylee? She's not with you guys." And they're like, "Nah, she's with um Reinhardt." I forgot what they were doing. They're doing something with. Oh, they're they're going this to is the felt camp shit. Um, no, no, no. It's in the main chapters. They say Maylee and Reinhardt are uh, going to the Watchtower to try to get more stuff. Uh, Ladies Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. I yeah, don't remember Maylee, that. Maylee's Maylee's gonna lead them to it, I guess. Um, Dang. Uh, yeah, and then um. Let's see. Uh, Did, can I? There was a part in this, so I. If this could be because I think, in between, I, maybe like there was two weeks apart from me continuing this uh, volume, mm. from where I stopped. But the okay, I think it's chapters um, freaking nine to ten. I think. Let me see. What's it, the? Are you, what are you looking for? Yeah. Uh, um. I'm, um. From nine to ten. Going between uh-huh. those chapters, I actually felt like it skipped a lot of stuff. Because if I'm not mistaken, the end of arc nine, I mean, sorry, chapter nine. The, shut the fuck up. The, um, <laughs> the, the end of chapter nine ends with Keculus on mm. some, yes, he finds what's her name, uh, yes. the clone. Mm-hmm. And they're about to scrap. Yes. And... It skips a lot. It skips a lot. Oh, it does. This is on purpose? Yeah. Okay, because I... Purpose. Okay, because... This is also reverie I... reverie arc shit in One Piece, bro. <laughs> like, there is, like... 
there's so many things happening. Like the, the, the battle is still going on in chapter nine. And then when you get to chapter 10, it's just like super wakes up in the cam. And, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I just had to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Cause you know, I kind of just do things once and then I just have to ask about it. Cause I'm, it takes me too there's long only, to reach it. But there's three. Yeah. There ends up being three really big threads and we only follow the Subaru one. Yes. Again. Yeah. The yeah. whole, um, well, one of the big ones, of course, is the Yorna and Priscilla missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with a Rocky or whatever. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. That was like a big thing. And I felt like I had actually fucking missed something the whole time. No, I get what you mean. I, I read them back to back. So it, it, it was easier to tell. But if you, yeah, if you took like a week in between, then it's, yeah, you're like, what the hell? For sure. um, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. So after their fight, uh, this is like chapter seven ish. Todd's like about to kill Subaru and then Amelia and Rem like uh rescue him from the flood that they suck uh, his ass released. up, dude. Yeah, it was released by the dragon that was that's controlled by Balorite. Um nah, it's just not it's not just a normal flood, bro. This is on some muddy waters like my level one hundred swampert in Pokemon type shit. I think it was like a it's like a dirty it's like a dirty flood. That's how they I didn't understand that reference. I don't watch <laughs> oh, it. Fucking, I'm not a Pokemon guy. You know, you know, know Swampert, bro. You know Swampert, bro. You you played your, played you played your first. What was your first Pokemon game? Oh, it was Red. I only played Fire Red. Oh damn, you don't even know the Hoenn yeah. region. That's wild. No, I got that Charizard. Hoenn Hoenn region is like generally our generation's like, you know, kind of like the first one you play as a conscious kid. Um, what's the best one? Johto, right? Johto is considered the best one. Well, to me, that's that's my favorite one. It's 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 like the one where there's cool. There's uh, it. It kind of has the worst, like some of the worst artists for me. I only acknowledge uh, art the one through four, like up to Sinnoh. So I'm I'm a little racist Damn. to that point. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I I stopped caring after that when they were introduced the Pokemon called Garbodor in like the fifth region. I was uh, like, yeah, that's enough for me. But you're you're pissing off all the. I don't give a fuck, Pokemon dude. Fans, bro. I don't all give a shit, Pokemon dude. And everybody, everybody knows that once what you about introduce Garbagio, bro, his fucking ultimate form, his uh, yeah, ultimate evolution or whatever. Oh, but... Stop, bro. When they had Mega Charizard, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Once they introduced the God of Pokemon, mm-hmm. and that's like the legendary that Pokemon. That yes, that's that's Sinnoh. That's Sinnoh. Oh, so shit. I'm sorry. Any legendary you introduce after that, I don't care if it's on some Wind Legends or whatever. That's not going to be as big as that. So. I'm being on my bigot shit. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's good shit that happens in the new arcs. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> anyway. Um, I had a question for you, and I don't know if... Uh, so, I basically, do you think... Where does Todd rank for you in, like, villains for Zero? So fucking high. I mean... Let's, let's, I, try, to, let's try to do the... a little... Wait, let's just try to do a little exercise. Can we name all the general villains of the, um, the story yeah. so far? Let's go through the arc. Arc one, uh, you got uh, what's her face? Uh, oh, Maylee. Maylee's. Maylee and Elsa. Elsa, Elsa in arc yeah. one. Arc two, you have uh, Maylee. Uh, arc three, the you white have whale. Beto Geese. Okay. Uh, Beto Geese and the white whale. whale. Sure. Beto Geese pretty high, I feel like. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, arc four, Echidna. Does she count? Yeah, well, yeah, no, she counts. I was just gonna say, I would say the main one is Roswell, like an antagonist, I guess. Whatever, she's an, she, yeah, she's yeah, 
Roswell. Yeah, Roswell's more the villain. I would say the Roswell is like the Arc Four one. Yeah, yeah. Arc Five. What each of the Saint Uh, Archbishops? (laughs) All the Archbishops. I would say Regulus is the best one in that arc. Yeah, right. I would say Lust definitely did the most damage though. And then um, Sirius was pretty cool at the end, but Regulus was definitely up there. Oh yeah, Lust for sure did the most damage. Lust did the most damage, definitely. Um, and then you have six, six uh, all three of the Greeds, Sin Archbishops. The, the Gluttonies. The, all the Gluttonies. Oh, sorry, uh, Greed. Uh, yeah, not Greed. Um, all the Gluttonies, and then... Greed? Not really. Not really Reed. No, yeah, Reed's just like an obstacle. Yeah. The um, Watchtower. <laughs> just the Watchtower. Just the Watchtower in general. I was gonna say, are there any arcs in this where you would consider uh, Satella Satellite herself being uh, the main villain? None of them, right? So... She just kind of just pops up. I guess Arc Four, she would be the. <laughs> she's a villain in Arc Four. Oh yeah, she's. Would you say her her moment in Arc Four is longer than her moments altogether in Arc Six? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. We get most. We get the most. You know why I think that we four. think that though? I think I think watching the anime of it makes it feel longer. No, because it's you even more so? extended in the the web novel. Oh yeah, they like got like 140 chap- chapters. There's entire chapters like they cut from the from the anime. Yeah, it's God like damn. Yeah, your split personality and all that. Yeah, I would say okay. So far, I mean, we're about to get the arc seven right now. I would say Todd. Yeah, I would say Todd is Todd over Regulus and Betsukis. Um. Ye- oh yeah, I, I'm not the I'm not the biggest beetlejuice fan i mean Uh, i I I like him i like him well i think beetlejuice becomes way better once you see the backstory in sanctuary yeah yeah um the fact that he's also is this the first time okay i'm I'm sure it's not but this is the first gotta be the first time in a while that amelia's mentioned juice by name because it happens in like um the 15th Um, chapter of this arc happens in arc five Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember that. So she doesn't know that he became Beetlejuice? Like... She does, I think. Oh, she does? I'm pretty sure she. I'm pretty sure her and Subaru have talked about it, like, in, in that time skip. That's very sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your dad just became a I mean, person that hates I'm, your race? But that's Yeah, crazy. somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I... I think they talked about it, and they, they just kind of know, like, oh... Okay, there's just general Beetle things Beetle. that they just know. Hmm. Hmm. So Todd's your number one? I would say, yeah, Todd is like the best buildup of, yeah, he's he's my favorite villain of the story, I think. think. Oh, man, do you think he's like... But you're, but you're saying that you die, right? But you're saying that uh, Echidna counts, and she's like probably top three ReZero characters to me, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if but, it comes to her, deciding between her and Todd, I'd probably go with her, but yeah. he's way more of a villain than she is, in my opinion. Does that you make think, sense? Um, yeah. Oh, you think she's more? Or he's more no, I think I think he's more of like a direct villain than she is. Yeah, she's she's um pretty ambiguous right now. Yeah, like the witches, the witches Like you ambiguous. wouldn't be surprised if she became like the second to last big villain, and you also wouldn't be surprised if she was on their team in the last arc. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I was just thinking about how Todd's gonna. Do you think Todd? This is like Todd's last arc. I think it is. Well, you don't think he's dead, right? No, not right now, but I think by the end of the arc, we're going to have Todd, Todd will be dead, I think. I think Todd I want to say I want to say I want that actually because 
Yeah. At this point, I don't want him to join their team. <laughs> no, no, nah, he's not. Dude, <laughs> if you go through all this shit of telling me how incompatible he is and he joins them, oh but but God. come on, dude, like white diamond the... levels, white diamond levels. <laughs> I, I didn't even. Oh God, that's not. Nah, let's not get into this shit. Um, I, I just think I just think that it's not completely out of the question. I mean, you know how we talked about this like hypothetical universe where. Uh, ReZero starts getting worse and worse just because we started a podcast about it. Yeah. Um, what if, like, we're, we're having this arc, right, where it's obvious that Vincent and Subaru, you know, that those things I was saying about Todd, like how I couldn't tell exactly why he's incompatible with Subaru. Mm. For Vincent, it's the exact opposite. We see, we see exactly why they're opposites. They think the same way, but they think about them in different terms. Mm-hmm. which we get very directly in this. I, oh my God. I wonder if I saved the picture of it, but there's a, there's a quote where they're basically talking about how um, they, they do think the same, but one person like Subaru is about saving as many lives as possible. And um, indiscriminately and indiscriminately of who they are. It's basically everybody that's close to him. Like that's how he's able to survive because he's um just choosing the people that are are near him but mm-hmm. for for vincent it's like becomes a calculation you know mm-hmm. um i think uh oh yeah i'll save as many people as i possibly can as long as they're within range of my hand even so if there truly are still lives i'm not able to save then that's and then he like does a cut off thing but um yeah I think Todd, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot where I drew this thread from. I think we were talking about Todd, but. Uh, I just, just, where, just where Todd will, like, if he will die. By die or not. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Why he won't become a, a teammate, but. There's a potential, like, that. I, I think it's very high potential that he's going to die. And then maybe we'll get the rest of, like, his. I think it'd be cool if he, like continued the rest of his name chapter after he dies that'd be kind of cool i don't know but maybe but also don't we i mean if we were like we don't need it i don't want if, it yeah i don't want it because it, aren't we on that shit like we we don't read every re-zero thing that comes out like you read way more than i do but there is that todd fucking side story that already exists with oh, a bunch yeah. of his backstory so yeah i've, I've not read many i don't even want to read that recently. now <laughs> I, I I like him just being like a dude, like. Yeah, this. Yeah, I love when you call him. Better. I love when you call him a grunt. Like that is so good because he's so much better than a grunt. Like, but it makes you think realistically. Like there are people that work under people who have a conscience. You know, like an entire company is not just the CEO. You know, like there's a bunch of people deciding things for their life and other circumstances that are working under that person. So. Yeah. Like you know, he's got his priorities. He cares about Katya. Yes, yeah. Um Yeah. Honestly, he's probably in- good bro- boyfriend material to be honest. He's good because he kind of doesn't care about a lot of things and like you're like what one if, of the things he cares about. What if Katya is the one to kill him? That'd be crazy. <sighs> like she joins the Amelia camp so hard that she like or just just like she kill just him. sees she just sees his real side you know what i mean like but this is the thing about it i feel like she already knows how he is you think so no oh, yeah I, I, oh yeah i think there's a disconnect between how she 
she thinks of him versus like how he actually is i don't know if he's let her see his like psychopathic side because she talks about him in a way that's like oh he, he he's like he's a survivor and he he, he like there's no way he's dead and then, like, yeah like she just really likes to praise him even unless she's in front of him then she talks shit about him and yeah and then super doesn't really tell her like oh he tried to kill me or whatever it's just he got washed away right like i wasn't able to save him true I, I I guess you could always use that until we get this revealed officially that she she doesn't like, know how ruthless she is. She just knows that he'll do anything to always come back to her, basically. Because he's pretty he's a pretty deceiving guy. So like I feel like he could keep it up. Like he's a fucking psychopath. Like I feel like he could keep it up pretty well. That he's like a Dang, yeah. Dude, I don't know. Maybe it's just the romantic side of me just wants. Well, but also she, I want I want her to know how she is and still like him anyway. But but they, I feel like they haven't spent much time together though, because it, it kind of yeah, feels like yeah, that's how it feels. That's definitely how it feels. That's there for sure. Yeah, and maybe oh man, I, I do hope we get our we'll, we'll probably get some Katya uh, name chapter because I have a feeling it's like it's very it's Don't very start much a, with me. It's very I feel I have a feeling it's very much a Todd in his mind. Todd's um, the main character cares about Katya. Oh, but really, he he's just trying to hold on to something, you know, like. Oh, because he knows he's how fucked up he actually is. Yeah, and so like Katya's like his last like saving grace or whatever the fuck, like caring about. I mean, Katya. it is the only thing that makes him seem like a normal person when she comes in and he just tries to. It's the thing that makes Subaru be like. Himself. It's the thing that makes Subaru be like what? Like do you like how are you care so about? caring? Yeah, like how how are you actually have normal person aspects when you're clearly a psychopath? So I have a feeling like, and then like Katya will finally see that. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't actually uh, love her; he just loves like the idea of her, I guess. Um, uh, oh, nah, you're 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 pulling up my you're pull, you're pulling up my fucking desperate romantic shit, bro. I, I want them. I want them to still like each other. Well, it'll be very similar to how Subaru viewed Amelia in Arc Three. Like Subaru just liked the idea of Amelia in the beginning. You know, like like and that's what he had. But to, then he that's still, what he had to get past. But then he still likes her when he reveals how she really is. Yeah, but I think that's just like going to be the difference between them. Oh, like, Subaru has, stop! No, I, I don't Subaru, want that. Subaru has that. Subaru like is like. Has so you're just you're just saying straight up, Subaru is just a better person. Yes, even, yeah. <laughs> even though it's like. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I think we have enough Todd talk. Although I have some coming up. So, uh, chapter eight is um chapter eight is really brief. It's Rem and Amelia meeting for the first time. I just thought it was pretty awesome. I had to make a little. That was a fucking. Up. Uh, good chapter. Wasn't there also another conversation in that that was wholesome? When is this the same chapter where um everybody's just like Subaru, we love you? Like, like... <laughs> no, this parallel. Oh, that's uh, that's one. chapter. That's chapter ten, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bro. The big reunion. That's where everybody's Dude, like. That shit's <laughs> crazy. I was just reading that, and I was just like, "Damn, is this just like no plot? Just feels the whole time." It's like, just the it's, yeah, it's that slice of life, slice of life shit we've been missing, bro. Like, yeah, they were like, let me just cram it into one chapter. Watch the next arc be the next volume be like the bloodiest shit you've ever seen. <laughs> you get separated. And you just massacres. Yeah. Um, all right, chapter nine. I really love this chapter. It's uh, I think it's like the, uh, I think it's the best written chapter that I've read from Tepe in a while because, um, it's it's so we have like these three perspectives of Yorna, Priscilla, and Arakia, like their fight, right? Um, and I think this is the first chapter where I, I kind of started to get like thematically what's starting to 
develop between the three of them that I think connects to like Todd, Subaru, and Vincent trying like and their their like thought processes of what they want like the country the cut like the country of Wallachia to kind of be. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Uh, you're saying that one trio of people is thematically connected to the other one. Yeah, or or at least it's like kind of like uh, getting this kind of like. I don't know. It's just it's just like thematic links. It's mm-hmm. not really like narrative. Yeah, sure, thinking. sure. Um, the first hint so? of it. Okay. Well, Sorry. the first hint of it I got was from Yorna's POV when she starts talking about her, like her history is Iris, um, in the Iris and the King of Thorns, mm-hmm. and how like, King of Thorns was trying to build a country that he could like, that he could like love, love in. I guess you know. Mm-hmm. And how she isn't able to like love this like she just kept repeating like I'm not able to love this country for some reason, and I mean, is um, it due to the fact that it's super racist and all the minorities yeah, have to yeah. go to one city? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get uh, Arakia trying to become a, like a, a instead of like a phenomena devoid of any emotion because she doesn't want to like suffer anymore. Um, yes, I, I had wrote down that she was basically like Bane, bro, because it says that she was born in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, molded like, by it type shit. I, I think that's why she's like she's trying to she's like acting like just like a follower, you know? She's like acting. She wants to. Well, be a dog, she's basically. she's referred to as a dog multiple times in the story. Yeah, and like she just blindly follows because she doesn't want to think. She even anymore. has a tail too. <laughs> she is a dog, um, and I think it's gonna like. Um, tied back into like what he's gonna make this arc about which is vincent's um it's it's i mean it's like it's basically vincent's desire to make a place to make to make valakia what it isn't you know um Um, and and the persecution of like the the mole and where people i think do you think think you really think vincent really cares about this like i think like racial utopia um i feel like just just like eliminating the the only the strong kind of vibe you know what you, I mean? when have you ever okay i i guess i've always felt i mean if that is one of his priorities i feel like it's very low down on the list other besides like way under the list under stopping the great disaster because if he really i guess i see kind of what you're saying like you find strength different kinds of like the whole merom thing like how he sees that uh what's her name that little that girl in hunter x hunter is like good at goji or whatever the board Mm -hmm. game and like that's a different kind of strength you know it's because i i can only see what you're saying if i use the thing that he uses when he talks about subaru how uh man what was that really good quote where he says well um, to, to make it clear i don't think this is what his what he's wanted to do Okay. Okay. Throughout, throughout the last arc, he thought he was gonna die, right? So yes, yes. But I think, I feel I think like by the, I think this arc is like gonna be what he ends up wanting to make the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because Chisha Chisha ended up dying for him. You know what I mean? Even and though I, Subaru tries to reveal to him basically, well, if it's based off of just Vincent dying, it really didn't matter who was dying, right? Because you're saying that Chisa could do everything that you could do, so. You know, that's how uh, Subaru tries to, you know, basically pull his homie out of depression mm-hmm. by saying by saying you should be happy that he cared about it that much kind of thing. Um, 
I was going to say I could agree with you based off of him noticing that Subaru has a different kind of strength because there's this quote where he says um, something, a naive, green, immature human being holding on to plenty of bitterness. Neither do you possess virtue worthy of mention, nor do you possess viciousness worthy of mention. With neither of these, you would have accomplished nothing and died an ordinary man. I think... I think that's kind of him realizing that there is a different kind of strength because in his personality, he definitely doesn't show that because he's always like on some, you know, yeah, strength, strength is everything. But when you do kind of realize that he mentions that, uh, I think you even, or maybe, maybe this is a different conversation, not the last podcast, but, when he, Vincent, kind of um, was open to Subaru's suggestion, suggestions throughout the entire arc, like, it always sounds like he's shooting down his ideas. Mm. But every time he mentions something, he follows through with it. But the difference is that could make me think that his ultimate goal at this point is not like this whole utopia thing, is that, well, I guess he's changed. But is the fact that he only followed those Subaru things because he got the feeling that he was a stargazer and that nothing he says could be wrong. Mm. It's not like he actually believed in Subaru's um, abilities. Yeah, he yeah. he got the feeling that like he might. Also, uh, I want to I ask you a question. To people like Vincent and Roswell, who are the two of the main people who know that Subaru has something else. Mm-hmm. How do you think they perceive it? Like, isn't it always um, kind of weird how they met, they notice it, but they never think of like, he's going back in time. I feel like that would be one of the first, well, that would be one of the first things we would mention, we would think of. Oh, I he think can go back in time. Roswell knows he can go back in time. He just doesn't know how he does it, right? Oh. He thinks he, thinks he, he thinks he could just do it. That's why he's like, do it, bitch. Like he's like beating his ass. Like, but he never he does say that. it though. Like he uses like certain words. Yeah, he's kind like of... he says loop. He's like restart. And oh, then, restart. He says that. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then he like beats his ass, and then but he he thinks he could just do it. You know what I mean? But like yes. Oh, but he doesn't it. know. Yeah, he doesn't know how to activate it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think if and... a motherfucker was in a detective story trying to figure out this whole return by death thing, that if he figured it out, he would immediately get killed by a satellite, satella? Oh, or do you think he she only kills uh-huh. people if he tells them? I think if someone figures that out, it's fair game, right? I don't think she could do anything about it. Damn, she's she's a weak ass fucking avatar, bro. I would have been maybe, like, maybe maybe she'll just do the whole like. I'm just saying, bro. If if Columbo comes out of nowhere talking about, I figured it out type shit. Well, I mean, you get Morgan Freeman, could... Morgan Freeman from Seven talking about. I know it's in the box. There's only so much you could do, you know. Yeah. 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 You know, she's not all powerful. Um, and, um, but yeah, I mean, I do think Vincent's like, like, I, I think, cause I don't know, all of Last mm-hmm. Arc we have, we have his like Pleiades squadron, right? And like, that's mm-hmm. like all about like all these Pleiades people battalion. that are just like on some, like, I'm just on some, like, uh, what do you call it? Persecuted shit. And oh, we get yeah. Todd's, we get Todd's werewolf shit. And then we get Yorna, we get Arakia, um, like and Priscilla being like separated due to the uh what do you call it the thingy the pers- the royal, royal selection king. thing 
when they were kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's, like, the source of Iraqia shit. And then Yorna's being, like, goes way back. And she's, like, I want to love this country. So I think it's all going to tie into the same shit. Mm. I think. And then Vincent's going to eventually, like, come to that conclusion. Um, hmm. Yeah. I think the country Do you think will, there's like, anything to the names of the different um, lands? Like, so no. Lagunica is a kingdom. Yeah. This is an empire. The, the other one is a collection of city-states. What is yeah. the other one? Gustavo? is the holy... Uh, something that holy empire holy? that's ridiculous. yeah they're all about they're all about religion and i religion. just don't get how a feudal system can exist right next to a fucking empire they don't uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know either i'm sure it's um, not that deep he just thinks they sound cool probably yeah and then the end of this chapter uh we get the cecilis confronting uh sphinx sphinx mysterious figure we don't really know about in the main story yet um, yeah, if they're telling everybody, just read EX. Yeah, just uh, read some EX 2 and uh, 3. Um, yeah, and so we, we don't really get a follow-up on that either. Uh, the Priscilla, by the way, the Priscilla, Yorna, Arakia fight, they just kind of like go off and we don't really know what happened to them. And everybody's like, bro, what happened? And we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you think, what do you think happened with Cecilus? Like, he's just fighting her like forever or what? <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, from from other stuff I've seen, the the thing that's coming to me now is I feel like it's gonna be something where the next time you see Se- Ke- eh, Keculus, he's like either I don't know fucking mind controlled or something like mm. to, to the point where he's fighting against Subaru. That's what I think is gonna happen because I, I I think it's gonna be like she found the super dangerous weapon and she's pointing it at the, another direction. And I think there's going to be a moment where, because we've seen him connect with Subaru, but we haven't gotten like any connection that's on the level of like a name chapter. I think he's going to turn against them probably. This is just my immediate fucking thought process. Turn against them, either mind control or like actually change his objective. And then he's going to have like some emotional connection with Subaru that makes him stay on Subaru's general good side like and you think we'll get some hallible cecilis action dude <laughs> yeah this motherfucker mentions that shit oh my god the whole hallible thing is 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 like such so a random. it's so random it's on some like i didn't even know i wanted this shit and you <laughs> just gave it to me like never would i have thought that after reading that if what is it is what if is that wrath if where they both show up yeah wrath if did i think that yeah that well i guess this is a different arc i was gonna say both of them show up in the same arc but i guess this is two separate ones i never would have thought that they would be introduced so close together yeah um and then uh the next chapter is like the big reunion where everybody's like jizzing over subaru when he wakes up fuck him um they have uh (laughs) i don't know i i just kind of like a big smile on my face when i was reading this shit because it was like it just reminded me of the beginning of arc five. Yeah. You're just like, you're just like, damn, this is just like good feels. This is just good shit. I love any moment where Baco is talking about um, how, how he's a fucking like, he's like, makes the worst decisions and it's the stupidest if she's not holding his hand type shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I like that stuff. Also, 
No, when is this motherfucker going to turn back into a normal per- size person, dude? Oh, he's going to, you know. He's gonna I'm tired of it, bro. He's going to stress that shit out. <laughs> he is, dude, because how come medium got to fucking turn back to normal? <laughs> Obart's, they're like Obart's in the front lines. Like, <laughs> I know Obart's just transforming people back into their original size, and Subaru's just like, or sorry, Tape's just like, no, I have to do this reunion shit. He doesn't have time. What do you think it's gonna? There's gonna be some internal shit that he comes to that where he just like turns. You back think it has to be him. like an epiphany? Oh my god! I think I think he's gonna turn back to normal by himself. But well, that be, would be really. It's crazy. gonna be through some like crazy like <laughs> other means, like, and Obart's gonna be like, what the fuck? Didn't I turn um, you into him? Yeah, I, I'm still going with the theory that... Um, or Hallibull just turns him back in the beginning. The next one. <laughs> you're just funny. saying that because Hallibull is on some Nico Robin shit when she's first he's introduced. Sure. He's, he's a ninja. and he, It's a ninja like technique or whatever. Is it a ninja technique thing? Yeah, it is. I'm just saying he's on the Nico Robin shit because you see his powers, but they don't really... <laughs> I feel like it, I don't really get how they're even working, you know, like he's a I think he's a stealth person. He's like um but he's he hides in people's shadows, I think. We saw how that shit worked in the beginning of JoJo part five, bro. It's easy <laughs> to get clapped like that. He will get clapped eventually. Yeah. Um then we got uh Rem and Ram. Um like like uh well what do you think about this? Because they we didn't actually get their meeting. Like we just got after their meeting, like them talking. Yeah. I was like Wait, what meeting? Wait, who? Uh, Rem and Ram. Like, we didn't really get when they first met again. Oh, that pissed me off. That pissed (laughs) me off. Made me so mad. I was like, really? Like, we have to be the Subaru in this situation? They're just like Oni Chan. Like, yeah, but uh, I guess it's I guess it's okay because it's not like they were. Yeah, it's not like they're really meeting for the first time. It's it's just like, I mean, sorry, it's not like it's old Rem meeting Ram again. You know, with all their memories and shit. It's just. Yeah, they don't even know each other. They don't even know each other, so I, I guess it's not that big a deal. Um, the auto shit had me fucking dying when he. Like, I yeah. <laughs> he showed up and they're like immediately like, roasting him. They're like yeah, everyone's just roasting him and like they're like you're cheating, you're cheating, bitch. Auto yeah. has a pretty good auto volume. Like I like when they, I like when um they're doing that kind of writing where everybody's saying things super matter factly but they're all joking like it's a it's a super long joke yeah like like subaru talking about like how i'm gonna have to take you to court for that fucking liableness or whatever the fuck they were talking (laughs) like i I thought that was i always like when they do that when they're it's usually when auto's in the room that that kind of shit happens yeah because auto's always trying to do what's best for the camp and Basically, everything that Emilia or Subaru recommends is completely counterintuitive to <laughs> the actual objective. Yeah. Um, and that chapter ends with, like, um, everyone just leaves, and then Vincent shows up. And, like, out of nowhere, he's just like, you're a stargazer. And then Subaru's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, oh the God. next few chapters are, like, uh, like... This is all that reveal of Vincent's, like, real self that we were seeing. Or, like, his new self. Yeah, yeah, there's like this big confrontation between Vincent and Subaru where um I I I really like this back and forth cuz it it's it was almost like kind of foolish and comedic like they're yeah. like their fight cuz it was like Subaru's a little kid. Yes. Vincent's like I'm not listening. He's like you're a stargazer. And Subaru's like no I'm not, bro. Get the fuck out of here. And then or no I'm not. And then Vincent's like all right, I'm, I've had enough of this foolish nonsense. Mm-hmm. And he tries to leave and Subaru just bites his ankles like, Dude, <laughs> like yeah. onto his ankles. It's like the only it's like the kind of conflict that would actually happen between these two cuz it's not going to be like a fight fight. 
yeah, they're just normal. They're just normal dudes. Like they can't do shit. <laughs> like, and what's so, up um, with this whole like um freaking uh these super fucking godly dramatic moments happening, but Suru's a little kid. Like, <laughs> dude, it's like so annoying. Like, oh my god. Like when we watch the anime, it's gonna be one of those things where when somebody else walks into what you're watching. And it just looks weird as fuck. Like, why is he talking like this to a little kid right now? <laughs> like, but this moment, him being a little kid makes this moment even more base because it's like more funny. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, um, it's just like emphasizing how clumsy they, they, like both of them are. And then, um, Subaru's just trying to like get Vincent to the point where he actually like has his mask crack a little bit, where he's just. Like mm-hmm. he's just he just misses his buddy, you know. Like he's just like, oh, Chisa. Yeah, he just misses Chisa. Like he's all he's all like accusing Subaru of all this crazy shit, and Subaru's like, bro, is that really why you came here? Like, yeah, no, you're you're mad that your boyfriend died instead of you. Okay. Yeah, it was it was fucking sad too when Vincent's like, bro, like why'd you have to why'd you have to go instead of me, bro? Like why'd you have to leave me behind? And uh, I I, I I like Chisa. I, I I do like. I mean, you know, I like characters that um, on some high potential shit, and then they die. This is my. This is on some. This is my Kirshii syndrome. I I think Chisa is gonna be like, when this shit gets animated, Chisa will be like, a lot of people's favorite. Even never see how he looks like, except for a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> what he actually looks like. People like people like sacrifices, bro. People really like that shit. Yeah. Uh, you're, so you're saying Chisha and Kiriyas are like, um, yeah, the boyfriend, the boyfriend who had a lot of potential <laughs> that um, that uh, you see that they're, I mean, based off of their fucking really young selves, they're like, um, the best example, they're like the most honorable example of the faction they're coming from, you know, like yeah. for the Valakian Empire. Like I said in the last podcast, I think like there's multiple times where it talks about how Chisa was a, a real. Valakian man like that's how we're supposed to be yeah and and Kirshi Ice is thematically like pretty similar like he was the best of us kind of thing he's the best of us there's a yeah. there's a really good um there's you were the really chosen good, uh... one out of like, shit. Sorry. you're the best yeah uh there's there's a lot of really good um Reinhardt Kirshi Ice fan art out there and I'm just hoping uh once his anime comes up we're like once it gets popular like... I saw you tweet one dude yeah. I, I saw that shit I'm like this motherfucker just looking up fucking Kirshii's shit. Bro, Kirshii has like head on his shoulder. Like... You know, one thing that's that's that really? was unfortunate is that Kirshii never got the chance to get like a cooler uniform. Like he's basically wearing a grunt uniform when he dies. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, anybody who's asking what the fuck Kirshii is from, uh, it's from oh Legends, of the, Legends of the Galactic Heroes. Um, yeah, he's yeah. the redheaded boy. We um, need uh, Vincent and Chisha, like them just like together bro and Vanna yeah need that shit. well there's a lot of time in between like um when they first meet and now there there's definitely a lot of room to make some fan art shit bro you have you have motherfucking entire comic comic strip fan arts of um <laughs> yuki yuki sakumo and toto when he was a kid from jujutsu kaisen out there i'm sure that somebody could fuck around with this uh but that's manga. that's way more popular though true true um how do you think the conversation between Vincent and Reinhardt would go? I feel like, or like Reinhardt von Lohengrin. I feel like. Oh, he would be, love Reinhardt. I feel like they'd just be staring at each other. They'd just be like quiet. <laughs> like they he, would, say shit. he would love Reinhardt because like Reinhardt is just a strong person who just does what he's fucking told. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, 
chapters, the next batch of chapters, we get like some. Um, it's like this is just a bunch of conversations, uh, mainly between we get like Subaru and, uh, and Rem telling Jamal and Katja about the Todd situation. I'm sorry, there was a part where um, this motherfucker Jamal was described as thuggish, oh, and I'm like, wow. Wow, Jamal is the thuggish one. This is the first time I've heard this word in this manga. Sorry. Yeah, be, uh, be, uh, be happy you didn't <laughs> describe some Shudrakian as thuggish, bro. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> the, these thuggish These thuggish boys. women like, that happen to have very dark skin. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. The darkest skin in all of Rizzo, like, you know, Yeah, that is, one, that, but... is, that, is, that is true. Also, Typical, um, typical Japanese, bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna say Mizelda. Every time Shudrak comes up, I just have to say Mizelda's probably Mizelda? She's probably peak she's probably peak um peak woman in the entire series, but it was whatever. You think yeah. wait, she's missing a leg, right? Yeah. You think she's got one of those um legs where like the Olympic runners run on, the Paralympic runners? They don't have that kind of tech. Bro, they didn't even know what a wheelchair was in this story oh. until Subaru <laughs> made one. <laughs> Wait no, Katja's in a wheelchair. I know, I know, but the, he he mentions that like nobody in Lagunica knew what a wheelchair was until he made yeah. one for Rem, and then and then they come to this city and the part where they see Katya for the first time. The narrator's on some like it was similar to the shit that fucking I'm yeah. I was surprised Katya wasn't killed in the crib because she can't walk, bro. Like that's how. Oh, walk. she was born like that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I why walked, would she? Man. Why would she be killed in the crib? Oh. Because is that a thing shit about Valakia? Like if you're if you're missing like one eye, like eyebrow, like you're, bro, you're, you're on some Tekken shit, on some Kazuya <laughs> throwing fucking no, they off the mountain. They mentioned this about some like tribe in Valakia. Really? This is like you some were, Spartan shit. You, yeah, it's like you were born with one freckle in the wrong place. So you're like put in. You're out of here. Shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> Throw you in the volcano. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess that's possible. I I um I'm not a medic. I'm not a fucking doctor, but I, I didn't know that you could be like. I thought if you were paralyzed from the waist down like that when you were born, it would be due to like some kind of other other illness that's making it like it's like a thing of logs just fell on your legs one day. Or like... Yeah, yeah, that's all I was I was just thinking like, like she had an accident or something. Todd did it so oh bro, <laughs> so that Todd he did... could bro so that he could just like have she yeah, couldn't do anything she could just be on some like, like on some your your princess is in another castle like yeah. And the Mario. I will laugh so hard. I will fucking laugh so hard if that's actually what happened. Like, Todd, you, you just see a lot of things. No, like, dude, that would make him so unlikable. Like, and, he's and Todd, already. And, and Todd's were there with an axe. Like, <laughs> he just fucking slices her spinal cord that it's attached <laughs> to her legs. Like, all right. <laughs> anyway. And then the rest of the chapters are about the um, the war council. Uh, Otto, Roswell, and Ram pretend to have the opposing view of Subaru and Amelia to ultimately get a formal agreement between Valakia and Laguna. Serena. Sorry. Serena. I was trying to remember the name of the Dracoy ladies named this entire podcast, but. Oh, yes, yes. Serena. Serena Dracoy. Serena Williams. We got, um. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good. I think this is a pretty fucking beast auto chapter. Uh, I think it was like 14 or 13 or 14, where he's like. He's like the he's like the the enemy of the whole fucking Amelia camp because he's like, bruh, we're going home. Yeah, and Vincent's on some like I see through your boy. You need you need a person like that though because then yeah, it, you all would be y'all would sound stupid as fuck all the time just doing what you want when you want to. And Subaru and Amelia's dumbasses don't the only people that don't, don't understand. Well, how did you feel about this argument though? It was so dumb. How, how <laughs> it, it becomes like a joke. Con- he convinces him with a joke. Like what was it like? 
how many people are in this country? And he's like 50 million. And he's like, remember, I told you that I can only save the people who are in front of me or something. Like, how does he word it? You, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. It, and then basically Subaru being Subaru, because I think Otto knew that he was going to say something. He was like going to say something ridiculous. Yeah, because because the or logic Amelia, was already Amelia there. Amelia says it. Yeah. Well, um, he asked Amelia how many or, or Vincent, how many people? And Amelia's like, well, uh, you know what you know. I'm going to yeah, he's like, you know what I'm going to say, right? She's like, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I just thought it was funny that he presents him all the logic and they still win with some bullshit argument. Yeah, and then Super is like, how do you know? And then Otto's like, bro, I, we know you guys. You're not going to let it go. Like, So I thought, it was, I thought it was pretty fun. It was No, nah, they're just on some, we know you're the main characters of the story. We have to do what you say. Type shit. Are you saying like conversational plot armor? <laughs> yeah, com- <laughs> conversational plot armor. Vincent, Vincent knew what the fuck was happening. He's just like trying to. He's like, you're just trying to. He's just trying to make this formal, you know. Yeah, Vincent's trying to be on some. I don't want any help. I could do this by myself. When he's like, nah, these guys are pretty useful. Yeah, there's like no way you can do that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, some pretty uh, some pretty hype character inter- introductions. We get um, Hallible in the main story for the first time. Dude, yeah, they mentioned this motherfucker earlier. Um. In the a few chapters ago, where they say how they're racist against these wolf people, mm-hmm. and uh, Hallible is like the f- they hate them so much that you know nobody says that they're that, and Hallible is like the first one to go public with it. I thought that was cool because it, I, I, it's the first time I feel like a character has an aspect of like a celebrity in the yeah. story, like mm-hmm. he's and I think it really contrasts well with like his projection. Like how you say he's like a ninja, but he's also, since he's this celebrity, he's actually super not hidden at all, you know? And it yeah. kind of like goes with his whole teleporting and not being seen shit. Um, he's so laid back too. Like He's extremely laid back. I, he just shows up and he's like, what's up? I just came by to say what's up. And then they're it's... like, <laughs> they're like, bro, he, this man could have killed us if he actually wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. Those kind of statements always take me kind of out of it. I mean, really? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Yeah, sure. It's funny. Like for the first couple seconds when it happens, like, damn, this motherfucker could have just killed us. And it's like, I don't think I really believe that. Be- I-, I-, I want to not believe that it would be super easy just because like, that just drains out every like, so I-, I couldn't understand, bro. Like, so he just blocks Gaza's attack with his yeah. fucking cigar. <laughs> What? Like, uh, who? Nah, then, you can't be saying this to someone with a Reed Ashtray in your top 10. This motherfucker's using chopsticks, bro. Saying yeah, but uh, that, he's board. like a walking nuclear bomb. This guy is like supposed to that's, be a ninja that... He's like one of the four strongest current people in the world. No, that's true. That's true. But they I say, mean... They say this dude, the Mad Prince, Cecilus, and Ryan. I remember. I remember. I'm just saying uh, I don't like to think like that. I just like to think like Oh, they're just spitting the shit. Like when I hear that, because yeah, so that's what that you got to do. No, he could have killed a lot of. No, you're right. I mean, he would have killed him. He could have killed him pretty easily. It just makes me feel like, uh, <laughs> all right, then because right. you just get the you just get this in a lot of things. Like, damn, if he really wanted to, he could have just killed us all. And it's like, I I, I don't know. He was fighting Keculus. 
And I have to assume that the reason that Keculus couldn't kill him is because he couldn't hit him. When, when did he fight him? Well, he mentions that he Keculus oh, right. started a fight with him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that um, Keculus was just like, I give up, and he went home. Yeah. No, he says he says something very Keculus like like, oh wow, I guess this play doesn't have an ending or some place. <laughs> Bro, the English voice actor for Keculus better be the most artsy sounding motherfucker of all time. Like, I want him to sound like Bro, he's he, he... gonna sound normal. He's gonna sound normal. Why you? Why you gotta be like that? The main protagonist shows up once again like that. He's gonna sound God, like that. Stop. <laughs> you already know how this show works. Bro. He's gonna be like, damn. yeah, um, probably. All right, uh, and then Anastasia and Julius show up. Uh, uh, don't act like this ain't nothing. Bro. Um, no big deal. They just show up for Dude, some. I, I, why do they? Show when up I heard for... her, all right, I gotta why just give they... a shout out to Witch Cult Translations because, you know, sometimes you only got hints of it before. Sometimes it was like only every other sentence or every every couple like like speaking lines that uh, Anastasia's on some straight up um, country accent shit. Mm-hmm. I they went full tilt on it this time, bro. Like. You could tell it was her before this motherfucker walked in the door. She was on some, how's it, how's it going, y'all? Yeah. Like, on some, like, <laughs> hey, Natsuki Coot. Dude, Natsuki like, and, and it, it reminded me of this one TikTok where uh, it was like, I guess it's like this. Um, don't, no, don't tell me it's the what, Ohio it? State. Or what, what no, it? no, no. This reminded me of, it's like this, it was this girl who I guess was like um, from the South here. Uh-huh. And she moved to Japan and she learned Japanese. And uh-huh. she's just like, what I think I sound like when I record my voicemail and then it starts her talking like perfect Japanese and then it shows um, what it actually sounds like. It's like, Onichiwa, Kone-san. Like, like... <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of. No, yeah, it's fucking hype. Um, yeah. And he has a scar, bro. But we're not going to talk about this scar shit. About what? Julius. Julius oh. has a scar on his face. Oh, from, uh, from Reed, right? Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's from I- Reed. I don't remember him getting cut anywhere on the face. Damn. I thought it was some new shit that just happened. Mm, maybe, maybe. I don't remember this you motherfucker. Think he fought, you, you fought Halibur? <laughs> this motherfucker would be dead. Got his, no, that's what I'm saying. Hal, I mean, Halibur's cool. Like, he could have killed him if he wanted to, bro. Like, oh, come fuck on. you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, just think, I just think if it comes to that, it, like, he could kill anybody. Like, the only person he couldn't kill is Reinhardt. Yeah, so he's three, basically, no, he's basically the second strongest person in the world. Because... The the other three people that are mentioned, I feel I feel like it's like that. Like he's he's yeah. not gonna be able to It's it's like a anybody. thing that's not it's not power based. It's just your ability to actually end someone's life is how mm. strength works. Like yeah, because um, calculus is probably way stronger. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And they came in like a power scaling. Power scaling. Yeah, they came here with the entire government of the fucking states or whatever. Wait, did they? Yeah, it's supposed to be. I mean, like a whole uh, procession. Well, he says that the the city states are coming. What's the country that he's from? The Car- Karagi. Yeah, the fucking fucking gr- Greece or whatever. Discount um, Greece. I would also like to say I like how uh, what's his face is still prominent. The lady killer. Uh, Zicker. Zicker, bro. He, he's yeah. so awesome. I'm yeah, I, every time he shows up, it's kind of like super sick. Um, I mean, at the end of the volume, we get. Uh, something that I, I'm very hyped about, <laughs> and it's um, the meeting. Of, oh my god! The meeting of the Ronin that Subaru met at the beginning of Arc Seven, and Cecilus's father, Ronin Heinkel. 
Reinhardt's yeah. father as the two go off to go drink together, fucking... bro. Oh, is it that it? I thought it was just on some they're about to go on an adventure type shit. They are, but they're gonna go. He's like, let's go, let's go to a pub and drink. Like, oh yeah, because <laughs> they're both alcoholics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like they're just like fucking like, fa- like they're just like the fathers, and they're just like, bro, let's go. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna go they're gonna do some shit like. Yeah, it's gonna be on some three idiots shit. What what is it called? Um, uh, Gildencrans and Goldenstern or whatever. Oh, Crans and Gildenstern. <laughs> that would be so sick. They're just gonna be. They're on in the background of all the important stuff. Yeah, they're gonna be like. Well, when was the last time we saw Heinkel? Was it in the B chapters, or was um, he in the War of Lupulaga? Lupin, Lupin, fucking Winaga. He was whatever. there. Oh yeah, the end of the B chapters. Oh, okay, so no. he was in the last volume. Okay, yeah, he was. He was at the end where he's like, oh no, no, he was in the first couple chapters where he's like trying. So to is be- he considered one of the people that they just couldn't save because they do not mention him? They just say that Priscilla and Yorner. <laughs> Does nobody care about him? <laughs> no, Subaru mentions him and he's like, "What the fuck is Heinkel doing here?" Oh, I see. Yeah, they um, mention him. He's like missing. No, food. no, 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 no. I'm talking about after it. Um, yeah, during they the mention- war during the war council, they mention. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And Subaru's like that drunk, and he's like, "I remember when he busted into the fucking thing." And- and he ruined everybody's good time type shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also thought that was cool. Like, the dads of two of the strongest people in the world are just going to hang out. They'll probably tell a bunch of cool stories about their kids. You think kids. it's going to end up with a bunch of side stories? Or, like, you think it'll be... I think like, it'll it... be, like, important long-term, like, such as, like... Uh, I hope there's side stories. Like, do you think it'll be, like, the Omega side stories? Or do you think it'll be, like, main story? Um, I think it'll be side stories. Yeah, I think so, too. That'd be cool I, if they I, got their own like uh, their own line. No, <laughs> I I think that would be cool. I just think that Tape is just like so. It reminds me of um. It reminds me of like Star Wars: The Expanded Universe. It's like imagine Star Wars: Expanded Universe if it was all just written by one person. <laughs> yeah, like he just writing all of this shit. It's like how do you even get out shit? Like how do you even make these normal volumes? It's crazy to me. Yeah, uh, how did you feel about this? Like, I guess continue or like, like, do you think it's like starting to wrap up, or do you think like we're just getting to the? Oh next man, because um, well, I, I can't I, see I, the future, so I don't know what he was originally going to do. But I, I want, I, I kind of want them to leave Valakia soon. Like, oh, you're you're getting tired of the bullshit. Like, well, th- this is kind of giving me um, what do you call it? Vibe Alabasta kind of like. Oh, this is like please. the. It's like. Sorry. Um, you're getting involved in the politics of another country and mm-hmm. you get the the main the main ally from that side, like that arc is kind yeah. of joining joining your crew a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm getting kind of to the point where okay, I want us to go our separate ways now, like <laughs> kind of thing. But I, I mean if it's to, good, it's good, you know. Yeah, I hope this leads to some like consequences for like arc eight or arc nine, I guess now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I hope like, that something happens in the kingdom. Like I kind of want it to be like when they get back to the kingdom, a lot arrested. of things are fucked up. Oh, oh no. get arrested. I was, thinking, I was thinking Subaru gets arrested for this shit. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're just yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's possible too. I just um, think that I just think that the strongest people or the most prominent people from Lagunica have been gone from it for so long that it's like this place has gotta be fucking up, right? Like Who's even in charge of Lagunica? They don't even have like a monarch. No, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm I, I'm excited that it's going to be more of a compact arc, and I um, hope so. yeah. 
I think that's what you, you think, think, like three volumes, huh? Well, three volumes or something, yeah, three to four, four volumes. Um, yeah, I, I Did, think it's a great start to the arc. I like it was wrapping up previous stuff and starting new stuff. I'm yeah. excited to see where it leads. Um, I think we'll get a better sense with this next volume. Um, yeah, I think so too. Um, now that we don't have to do any uh finishing off the last arc stuff, yeah, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, I think everyone. we've covered out everything. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Um, thanks for listening to us babble on about I think it's like one of our favorite ongoing stories. Bro, we didn't even um, have a, a break in this one. I feel like we've we've like ruined the people's enjoyment. There's supposed to be a little music break in between, bro. <laughs> I'll put it in there. Just no, don't do it. Is it? <laughs> There's no part where we stop. We never stop talking. So it was uh, like I'll put it in the middle of us talking about that. Damn, just ruin the whole fucking flow. All right, cool. Sorry. Yeah, and um, we have to continue talking about each volume as it releases, alternating hosting duties between Donovan and I. And um, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Why Must Love Fade. Uh, if you like our podcast, leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, every little bit helps. And we, we genuinely want to know what your thoughts are. Make a, um, make a fucking, make a threads. Make a threads for Why Must a, Love Fade. Oh, uh, yeah, you can follow us on threads at Why Must Love Fade. I'll, I'll make an account on there, too. Dang, hopefully it gets there before this comes <laughs> out. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. Bye. All right, bye. Peace.